The Law School of America. A dignitary tort is a type of intentional tort where the cause of action is being subjected to certain kinds of indignities. Historically, this category of torts was often covered by the writ of trespass by ed armis. Historically, the primary dignitary torts were battery, assault, and false imprisonment, as each claimed harm to a person's human dignity. A cause of action could be brought for battery, for example, even if no injury was done to the plaintiff, so long as the contact would be offensive to a reasonable person. Under modern jurisprudence the category of dignitary torts is more closely associated with secondary dignitary torts, most notably defamation, slander and libel, false light, intentional infliction of emotional distress, invasion of privacy, and alienation of affections. In some jurisdictions, the phrase is limited to those torts which do not require physical injury or threat of physical injury, limiting the class to only those secondary incidents. The only non-intentional act classified as a dignitary tort is negligent infliction of emotional distress, although this is also sometimes classified as simply another form of negligence. The right of publicity, sometimes referred to as personality rights, is the right of an individual to control the commercial use of one's identity, such as name, image, likeness, or other unequivocal identifiers. It is generally considered a property right as opposed to a personal right and as such, the validity of the right of publicity can survive the death of the individual, to varying degrees depending on the jurisdiction. Classification. Personality rights are generally considered to consist of two types of rights, the right of publicity, or the right to keep one's image and likeness from being commercially exploited without permission or contractual compensation, which is similar, but not identical, to the use of a trademark, and the right to privacy, or the right to be left alone and not have one's personality represented publicly without permission. In common law jurisdictions, publicity rights fall into the realm of the tort of passing off. United States jurisprudence has substantially extended this right. A commonly cited justification for this doctrine, from a policy standpoint, is the notion of natural rights and the idea that every individual should have a right to control how their right of publicity is commercialized by a third party, if at all. Often, though certainly not always, the motivation to engage in such commercialization is to help propel sales or visibility for a product or service, which usually amounts to some form of commercial speech, which in turn receives the lowest level of judicial scrutiny. Civil law and common law jurisdictions. In contrast with common law jurisdictions, most civil law jurisdictions have specific civil code provisions that protect an individual's image, personal data and other generally private information. Exceptions have been carved out of these general, broad privacy rights when dealing with news and public figures. Thus, while it may violate an ordinary citizen's privacy to speak about their medical records, one is generally allowed to report on more intimate details in the lives of celebrities and politicians. Unlike most common law jurisdictions the personality rights in civil law are generally inheritable, thus one can make a claim against someone who invades the privacy of a deceased relative if the memory of their character is besmirched by such publication. Personality rights have developed out of common law concepts of property, trespass and intentional tort. Thus personality rights are, generally speaking, judge-made law, though there are jurisdictions where some aspects of personality rights are statutory. In some jurisdictions, publicity rights and privacy rights are not clearly distinguished, and the term publicity right is generally used. In a publicity rights case the issue to decide is whether a significant section of the public would be misled into believing, incorrectly, that a commercial arrangement had been concluded between a plaintiff and a defendant under which the plaintiff agreed to the advertising involving the image or reputation of a famous person. The actionable misrepresentation requires a suggestion that the plaintiff has endorsed or licensed the defendant's products, or somehow can exercise control over those products. This is done by way of the tort of passing off. 
The meaning of the law is best illustrated by principal cases on the subject. Country-specific jurisdictions. United States. In the United States, the right of publicity is a state law-based right, as opposed to federal, and recognition of the right can vary from state to state. The rationale underlying the right of publicity in the United States is rooted in both privacy and economic exploitation. The rights are based in tort law, and parallel processes for torts which might be summarized as, 1. Intrusion upon physical solitude, 2. Public disclosure of private facts, 3. Depiction in a false light, and 4. Appropriation of name and likeness. If looking at it through the prism of Prosser's four torts, violation of a right of publicity most closely aligns with appropriation. The right of publicity often is manifest in advertising or merchandise. In states without a specific right of publicity statute, the right of publicity is usually recognized via common law. The right of publicity has evolved rapidly, with a history of reported cases in the United States and worldwide. The right of publicity is defined as the right of all individuals to control commercial use of their names, images, likenesses, or other identifying aspects of identity. In certain contexts, the right of publicity is limited, under U.S. law, by the First Amendment. The right of publicity can be referred to as publicity rights or even personality rights. The term right of publicity was coined by Judge Jerome Frank in 1953. The extent of recognition of this right in the U.S. is largely driven by statute or case law. Because the right of publicity is primarily governed by state, as opposed to federal, law, the degree of recognition of the right of publicity can vary from one state to the next. The right of publicity is not simply an analog to trademark law, though it could be noted that the right of publicity has some commonality with the protection of trademarks as long as one understands that the right of publicity is a distinct legal doctrine, with its own policies, objectives and standards, including notable differences from trademark law. For example, Falsity or likelihood of confusion generally do not have to be established to present a colorable right of publicity claim. At a national level, the U.S. Supreme Court held in the 1977 case Zakini v. Scripps Howard Broadcasting Company that the First Amendment did not immunize a television station from liability for broadcasting Hugo Zakini's Human Cannonball Act without his consent. This was the first, and so far the only, U.S. Supreme Court ruling on rights of publicity and it served to confirm the overall validity of the doctrine and the interests it protects. Indiana has one of the stronger right of publicity statutes in the U.S., providing recognition of the right for 100 years after death, and protecting not only the usual name, image and likeness, but also signature, photograph, gestures, distinctive appearances, and mannerisms. Notably, Oklahoma also provides 100 years of protection after death, and Tennessee's statute provides rights that do not ever expire if use is continuous. There are other notable characteristics of the Indiana law, though most of the major movement and right of publicity emanates from New York and California, with a significant body of case law which suggests potentially contradictory positions with respect to recognition of the right of publicity under certain circumstances. Some states recognize the right through statute and some others through common law. California has both statutory and common law strains of authority protecting slightly different forms of the right. The right of publicity shares characteristics of a property right and as such is transferable to the person's heirs after their death. The Celebrities' Rights Act was passed in California in 1985 and it extended the personality rights for a celebrity to 70 years after their death. Previously, the 1979 Lugosi v. Universal Pictures decision by the California Supreme Court held that Bela Lugosi's personality rights could not pass to his heirs. In October 1990, actor Crispin Glover filed a lawsuit against Universal Studios for both the unauthorized use of his likeness and the use of footage of him from Back to the Future and Back to the Future Part 2 his permission had not been sought for the latter and he received no payment. 
after a motion to dismiss was denied, the case was settled for an undisclosed amount. The Screen Actors Guild changed its rules to prohibit its members from unauthorized mimicking of other SAG members. In September 2002, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman sued luxury cosmetics company Sephora for allegedly using a picture of them without permission in a brochure promoting perfumes. In March 2003, eight members of the cast of The Sopranos alleged that electronics retailer Best Buy used their images in newspaper ads without permission. In the July 2003 case of ETW Corporation v. Gyra Publishing ruled that a painting of the golfer Tiger Woods and others is protected by the U.S. Constitution's First Amendment and treads neither on the golfer's trademarks nor publicity rights. Similarly in the July 2003 case of Johnny and Edgar Winter v. DC Comics, a depiction of blues music duo the Winter Brothers in a comic book as worms called the Autumn Brothers obtained First Amendment protection from publicity rights suit. In May 2005, Tony v. Oriel USA Incorporated clarified the distinction between the purview of copyright versus the nature of publicity rights. The 2006 New York County Supreme Court case Nusenzweig v. DeCorsia, after dismissing the complaint on statute of limitations grounds, held in the alternative that personality rights are limited by First Amendment rights of artistic freedom of expression. The decision was affirmed on appeal by the Appellate Division and the Court of Appeals, but those courts only addressed the statute of limitations holding, not the First Amendment holding. In 2008, a federal judge in California ruled that Marilyn Monroe's right of publicity were not protectable in California. The court reasoned that since Monroe was domiciled in New York at the time of her death, and New York does not protect a celebrity's deceased right of publicity and that her right of publicity ended upon her death. In the 2009 case of James Jim Brown v. Electronic Arts Incorporated, the District Court of the Central District of California dismissed athlete Jim Brown's theory of false endorsement under the Lanham Act and determined that the First Amendment protects the unauthorized use of a trademark in an artistic work when the mark has artistic relevance to the work and does not explicitly mislead as to the source or content of the work. Applying this test, the court found a lack of implied endorsement and held that the First Amendment protected electronic arts in its use of a virtual football player that resembled Mr. Brown. On April 29, 2020, the NCAA Board of Governors supported proposed rules for college athletes expected to take effect in 2021. The rules would allow athletes to be paid for use of their name, image and likeness, NIL, in endorsements and appearances. U.S. states that recognize rights of publicity. Alabama, common law. Arkansas, statute. California, statute and common law. Connecticut, common law. Florida, statute. Georgia, common law. Hawaii, statute. Idaho, common law. Illinois, statute. Indiana, statute. Kentucky, statute and common law. Massachusetts, statute. Michigan, common law. Minnesota, common law. Missouri, common law. Nebraska, statute. Nevada, statute. New Jersey, common law. New York, statute. Ohio, common law. Oklahoma, statute. Pennsylvania, common law. Rhode Island, statute. South Dakota, statute. Tennessee, statute. Texas, common law. Utah, statute and common law. Virginia, statute. Washington, statute, and. Wisconsin, statute and common law. Canada, statutory protection. The provinces of British Columbia, Manitoba, Newfoundland, and Labrador, and Saskatchewan have enacted privacy legislation dealing with personality rights, which have the following traits. 1. An appropriation of personality can be achieved through the use of a person's name, 
likeness, or voice, but British Columbia has a more restrictive definition. 2. The plaintiff must be identified or identifiable by the use made of his persona. 3. An action for the appropriation of personality can only succeed where the defendant intended to commit the wrong, but British Columbia has no intention requirement. 4. The defendant's use of the plaintiff's persona must have resulted in a gain or advantage for the defendant, but British Columbia has a more restrictive definition, relating only to commercial gain. 5. An appropriation of personality is actionable without proof of damages. 6. The right of action for appropriation of personality is extinguished upon the death of the person whose privacy was violated. 7. The following constitute statutory defenses in all four provinces, i. that the plaintiff consented to the use of his persona. 2. That the use of the plaintiff's persona was incidental to the exercise of a lawful right of defense of person or property. 3. That the use was authorized or required under a provincial law or by a court, or any process of a court and, for, that the act was that of a peace officer acting in the course of his or her duties. The Manitoba Act provides additional defenses. Common Law Provinces Canadian common law recognizes a limited right to personality. It was first acknowledged in the 1971 Ontario decision of Krauss v. Chrysler Canada Limited, where the court held that where a person has marketable value in their likeness and it has been used in a manner that suggests an endorsement of a product then there is grounds for an action in appropriation of personality. This right was later expanded upon in Athens v. Canadian Adventure Camps, 1977, where the court held that the personality right included both image and name. In Gould Estate v. Stoddart Publishing Company Limited, 1998, the Ontario Court of Appeal concluded that simply writing about somebody, even for the purpose of generating a profit, does not constitute appropriation of personality. The general tort of appropriation of personality is still in development but it is currently being argued that it will be recognized in all common law provinces, with certain characteristics. 1. Athens confirms that there is a proprietary right in the exclusive marketing for gain of his personality, image and name. 2. There is always a requirement that the plaintiff be identifiable. 3. An action for appropriation of personality will have to be intentional for a plaintiff to recover at common law. 4. There is a requirement that the defendant must have acted for the purpose of commercial gain, but Gould suggests that this may be restricted to endorsement-type situations. 5. It is a matter of uncertainty whether the common law tort of appropriation of personality is actionable per se or whether damages must be shown. 6. Privacy rights are extinguished upon death, but personality rights are inheritable. 7. A defendant will not be liable for an appropriation of personality at common law where, i. he has consented to the use of his persona. 2. The use made of his personality rights was merely incidental to another purpose, or, 3. The publication constituted a matter of public interest. Quebec. In 1994, the new Civil Code of Quebec introduced new provisions that enshrine the right to privacy as an attribute of personality. Every person is the holder of personality rights, such as the right to life, the right to the inviolability and integrity of his person, and the right to the respect of his name, reputation and privacy. These rights are inalienable. The following acts, in particular, may be considered as invasions of the privacy of a person. 1. Entering or taking anything in his dwelling. 2. Intentionally intercepting or using his private communications. 3. Appropriating or using his image or voice while he is in private premises. 4. Keeping his private life under observation by any means. 5. Using his name, image, likeness or voice for a purpose other than the legitimate information of the public. 6. Using his correspondence, manuscripts or other personal documents. 
In Aubrey v. Edition Vice Versa Incorporated, the Supreme Court of Canada also affirmed that under Quebec's Charter of Human Rights and Freedoms Privacy Provisions, a photographer can take photographs in public places but may not publish the picture unless permission has been obtained from the subject, except where the subject appears in an incidental manner, or whose professional success depends on public opinion. The relevant provisions of the Charter are 4. Every person has a right to the safeguard of his dignity, honor and reputation. 5. Every person has a right to respect for his private life. Therefore, the following general characteristics may be drawn. 1. An appropriation of personality can be realized through the use of a person's name, likeness, or voice. 2. The plaintiff must be recognizable in order an appropriation of personality to be actionable. 3. There is no need for the courts to look for an element of intent. 4. Distinctions based on commercial purposes are irrelevant, and inconsistent with S9.1 of the Quebec Charter. 5. The plaintiff is required to show that she suffered damage through the appropriation of her personality rights. 6. Quebec law may allow an action to be taken by the estate of a deceased person, provided that it can be proved that there is a patrimonial aspect at stake. 7. A defendant will not be liable for an appropriation of personality under Quebec law where, 1 the plaintiff expressly or impliedly consented to the appropriation of his personality. 2. The use of the individual's persona is incidental to another purpose. 3. The appropriation of personality is authorized by law. Or, 4. The publication is a matter of public interest. The Law School of America. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America